Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. All right. Here we go. Every time I hit record, I feel like me and you are Jerry and George when they're trying to write the show. All right. <laughs> Here, Here we, we go. go. Right. Gonna Scene one. Scene one. Fade in. <laughs> I walk in. I say hi. <laughs> I say hello. There you go. What do you, what do you say? I say hello. We'll say hello. I say hello back. Okay. Kramer. <laughs> Kramer. <laughs> Kramer. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. This episode, uh, we started uh, in the last episode, we were talking about CM Punk getting fired. We started talking about the new WWE, and that's where I want to spend most of our time on this episode. Um, thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Um, I think of all the podcasts I've listened to, about the the merger i, I want to try and cover some things i haven't heard uh and some of these are things mark touched on in the last episode but i want to touch on some things maybe other people have not talked about because lord knows all we need is for me and you to rehash what everybody's already hashed yeah that's right um what people with intimate knowledge have already <laughs> discussed so we want to talk about the fact that the, the WWE, as we know it, the wrestling that we grew up with, the WWE, the WWF, it no longer exists. That's what I hear. It no longer exists. So what you it, have. It was still on Monday night, though. Still, still, on, it was still on Monday night. It was still on last night. <clears throat> still on last night. And, I mean, they, they've been in business. This merger is less than a week old in The Rock. And Cena. He's back. And Cena. And him. Cena. Well, you know, I'm, I think some of that has to do with uh, the strike in Hollywood. Mm. And those guys being free right now. Let's start right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a pin on what um, I have heard, I've read, that one of the things that is making WWE TV rights attractive they're not affected by the writer strikes. Right. And I've heard Amazon, I've heard Disney, I've heard Disney's possibly putting them on ABC. And not only, <clears throat> there's more to it than not being affected by strikes. Right. These people are 1099 employees who seem to be fine paying for their own health insurance. Right. Who seem to be fine, I mean, having a contract that says, we can release you at any point and without reason, but you can't get out of your contract unless we say it's okay. They right. seem to have a lot of a lot of power. Maybe that's what uh, some of these folks want to talk to them and say, hey, how do you get people to agree to that? Yeah. That's easy. We just tell them that you should be thankful you're getting to live, in your, you're getting to live your dream. Right. You should go try to buy 15 minutes of time on network television to sell yourself and see how much it costs. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, I'm very curious because as I've read this week, I didn't realize. So, you have Endeavor, and Endeavor has merged 
UFC and WWE under the the banner TKO. Endeavor used to be the William Morris Agency. We are talking about an agency that represents actors, artists. They own record companies. They own I was looking at some of their holdings. It's pretty it's pretty extensive. And to back going back to the last episode, if you're CM Punk and you see now I can go work for a company that has all these connections that makes it easier for me to get my Screen Actors Guild card. It's built in. I don't even have to leave the building. I go to one building. I can get my wrestling contract. I can do commentary for UFC. I can cut a record deal. I can. Would you buy the CM Punk rec- uh, rap album? I tried to buy the Randy Savage rap album on Record Store. Yeah, Dave, but they only made like ah, man, like I even had people looking. Like my buddy down in Columbia went to yeah. a record store for me. I couldn't get it, huh. and now it's, it's several hundred bucks to get a copy. But oh wow, but I did try to buy his interesting his rap album, but he's over. You know, it's interesting when you're talking about what you're what you're discussing. It just highlights the difference between you and I on how we view and watch and enjoy wrestling because uh-huh. you are all up on the business of the uh the endeavor purchase and i have not read any of that stuff i uh, i mean if the extent of my research was that's no, not a knock man yeah that's yeah, just yeah. always been your thing you're into that kind of you're into right. that part of it. well i'm I, again the whole gist of this episode is Yes, Monday Night Raw is the same. SmackDown is the same. The fact is today that there, so and again, just read this some of the yesterday and today. So the TKO board or the Endeavor board has eleven members, mm-hmm. five from WWE, six uh, from the other side. It we there was a lot of firings. Releases yesterday of of uh, crew, office people. It is entirely in the realm of possibility. Like Vincent Man could be fired. Yeah, yeah. If they decide he's going to be fired, it's it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to be ha- happening. I'm no, just like, I mean, it's, it happens all the time with these corporate mergers. But this is not. What, that's why. I'm, uh, well, wrestling's back on. The, but that's why AOL Time Warner wound up dropping WCW, right? They just decided they didn't want to be in the wrestling business right. anymore. You know. And here's the thing now. Again, man, we're kind of chasing rabbits. Let me ask you what you think about this. AOL Time Warner had it all wrong. They thought they were in the wrestling business. They didn't realize we're in the TV business, and this is, pro, this is programming mm-hmm. that is cheaper to produce than silk stockings or whatever the shows I don't know they if it's cheaper doing. to produce than silk stockings, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's probably cheaper than Breaking Bad. Right, right, right. Cheaper, definitely cheaper than something like Game of Thrones or Walking Dead. Yeah, or, I mean, it's got to be right. Um, you know, and it's there. Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, it's there. I mean, there's no other other than the news. Mm-hmm. Like literally, other than the news, wrestling's the only thing. There's nothing 
this like I would say at this point pro wrestling is more legitimate than news. Oh, one hundred percent. At least wrestling they let you're in on it. The news still uh, the yeah. news does not break kayfabe. They don't, and even in wrestling now, they hit each other harder than they did twenty five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many more injuries now. Have you ever seen like Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage just stand in the middle of the ring and destroy one another's heads for five minutes and no. each other's slap, slapping each other across the chest till they bled? Could you imagine? Like, why would? But the I guess the big difference is Hogan and Savage had to work the next day. Hogan worked. Yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, but he worked over 400 days a year. <laughs> If you count, if you count the times when he went back in time by traveling to Japan, it added extra days to, Did to you, his schedule. Have you seen the um, <clears throat> on Twitter uh, the parody podcast with Hogan and different people where they're just making <laughs> stuff up? No, I haven't, but oh, I yeah. need to. It's the it's uh, the same guy did the Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, uh, people got tired of that one, so he come up with something else. Pretty uh, smart. Good no. for him, man. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. He hit on something. Like I respect anybody that hits on something that goes viral, man. Yeah, you know, I strike while the iron's hot. I wish it would happen. You know. Yeah, wish it would happen to us. That's the problem. We want it to happen. So it don't, actually, yeah. I don't like the worst worst case scenario. <laughs> I want you to go viral and me ride your coattails <laughs> in the background and become rich. I don't want to be the one that goes viral. But we both know that when it goes viral, it's going to be something stupid that I said. <laughs> and it's going to get us both fired from our jobs. <laughs> oh man, um, the uh, <laughs> um. I, I never would have thought not that Vince in this in less than a year, Vince survives. Dude, like there's a show on HBO, right, called Succession that's mm-hmm. about this very thing. Right. And that they were living that. Like his his daughter like leaving the company basically because yeah. she wanted to go spend more time. She, yeah, right. Right. You know, she just and then the 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 stepson who took over everything and then lost it. Yeah, and now he lost his spot on the board of directors, and you know, it's just it's so interesting, man. Yeah, and um, but the fact that he survived the not stepson, son-in-law. I'm sorry. He he survived the accusations, the payments. He now, just like. He did what he always does, man. He wrote on the fact that it's wrestling. Yeah. And and that it that the the story didn't get traction like it would if it had been, you know, um I mean ESPN would have been all over it if it had been Jerry Jones. Right. Right. I mean it would have just been every day, that's all that ESPN would have talked about. But it wasn't. It was it wasn't a an NFL owner, it wasn't a NBA team owner, it was a guy that owns a wrestling company. And he gambled on that, and then he strong armed his way back into the company. He just show, he pulled a Costanza, man. He short he showed up and went, what 
You thought I was serious? Oh, I'm back. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm not gonna make any changes. I'm just gonna say if you'll get up, I'm gonna sit back down where I was at. But you can still make. You can be in control. We can do that. We'll tell everybody that you're the one making all the decisions. That's fine. Just let me sit down. You know, I'm just gonna. I just want to sit down and check the seat. And make sure it's still. Yeah, it's still comfortable. It's right. still. It's still, Somebody get me a headset. I'm just gonna sit right here. There's no reason for me to get up now. That's what he did, man. He strong armed himself back in. It's an amazing story. Yeah, I mean the the guy, you know, they just came out earlier this year with a book about Vince. Dude, you, this is a whole book. Just the last twelve months. Yeah, somebody's gonna tell this story. I mean, the I guy who parlayed a million dollar risk to buy WWF from uh, his father. To buy a well established company on the money that his rich father loaned him. Come on, I'm sick of that story. That's their story. Come on, man. Let's be honest. He was right. another rich kid who inherited his dad's company. It's not like he built so, this company from the ground no, no, up. No, no, I mean, no, no. I'm just that's their story. No, no, no. I'm not oh no, I definitely don't feel like he built it from the ground up. I'm just saying I think he it, it it's worth nine billion dollars now. Mm-hmm. Pretty good job. Oh listen, I'm not saying he didn't Right. Refused to to lose. I mean, he he definitely did, but it ain't all him. He wouldn't if he hadn't had Hulk Hogan. None of that happened. I heard an interesting question the other day. I think he's going to do that with Rick Martel. Come on. I'm telling you, about every 57 episodes, you disparage the good name of Rick Martel. It ain't me that disparaged his good name. Who else? Name one wrestler who name one other wrestler <laughs> who held the AWA World Heavyweight Title, the WWE Tag Team Titles, and WWF Tag Team Titles. One WWE and WWF Tag Team Titles. No, when did he ever hold the WWE? No, no um, I'm talking about um, he with Tony uh, he, Tito Santana. Yeah, but you said WWF and WWE. I'm saying who? What WWE <laughs> oh. title did he ever hold? Oh, I didn't. What was the other one? I, the I'm, Intercontinental title, maybe? No, I'm confused now. <clears throat> he was with, he had the WWF tag team titles in the late 70s, early 80s with uh, okay. Tony I, somebody. Gurria. Tony Gurria, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Name someone else in history who held those titles and the AWA heavyweight. I'm, I'm but being, what you're I'm, saying, what two titles did he hold? No, what I'm asking. The AWA World Heavyweight okay, title. Okay, you said those two titles and the AWA title. Oh, I'm and so I'm saying, sorry. what two titles? I misspoke. I'm okay, sorry. all right. We're I'm on sorry. the same page yeah, now. Yeah. Who held the AWA World Heavyweight, heavyweight title. title and the WWE F tag team titles? Tag team titles. Um, was Did Jerry Lawler ever hold the WWF? No. Tag team title. I don't no. think so. How about Kurt Henning? No. He was the Intercontinental Champion. He would be, Kurt Henning's the only person to ever do that. Uh, let's see. who. Uh, there's somebody else. Uh, Kerry Von Erich. Was never an never AWA heavyweight he champion. Was, he, he, so, yeah, been, he was all, but he was the uh, Intercontinental Champion. Yes, he N was NWA Champion. Yeah. Then he he beat Jerry Lawler for the AWA Championship, right? No, they were. That was the that unification. was the unification match. That's right. Yeah, 
I, anyway, I didn't mean to get off. I was, you know, I, I, I know always you will defend Rick Martell to the point of making yourself look foolish. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you forget what my gimmick is? Um, but I, I guess I'm curious. You know who loved Rick Martell? Who's that? By the way, Stan Hansen. Really? Mm-hmm. I always thought they loved Rick Martell. Yeah. Yeah, he would like talked about like if he was doing a job for somebody that would who it would be. He he had a lot of respect for Rick Martell. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I guess I'm just curious as you know as we is what so far on television we've not seen any changes. Well, to be fair, there's only been. A couple of days. One show. Right. W. Um, we haven't seen any changes except for the biggest star in the world. On the planet. Showing up, yeah. Where was that Nothing show? Nothing else has really changed. Where did, was that show at? Colorado. Everybody, that's why McAfee's there because that's where college game day is at. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, and I may be wrong, I think Rock may have been on college game day this morning. Was he? He was. I saw a video of him. I don't know. I thought that was yesterday. It may have been yesterday. Because he was on the Pat McAfee show. Okay, well then that's what the I McAfee saw. Because the McAfee show okay. was the same okay. setup. Okay, I saw the picture of him on the on the set. I thought that was college game day today. Because obviously I got up and came over here. I didn't watch it this morning. Yeah. Um, As opposed to tomorrow where I will be watching football. Yeah. Sun up to sundown. I cannot wait. This is my first Sunday off. Yeah, of the season. Yeah. And I'm a pro sports fan. I don't know. Yeah. I know we're talking about WWE and the sale, and that's great. The rich get richer. Um, I've always preferred professional sports to college athletics, and I don't know why. Because in this area, college athletics is a is a much bigger deal than professional. I, I think maybe it's just being an '80s, growing up in the '80s when it was Jordan and Bird and Magic and Bo Jackson and and Deion Sanders. And, but I think in this area, as a Clemson fan. You're a college football fan and maybe a little bit of basketball, but like, I think when we say college sports, we mean two sports. Yeah, football and basketball. But I, I was the same way. I, you know, um, I was talking to somebody the other day. Like, I remember between playing the video games, sports mm-hmm. games, you knew who everybody was, and then right. you'd buy the, the baseball preview, the basketball preview, the football preview. You knew who everybody is. Now I don't know who anybody – I like – Yeah, I don't. I don't know I have all anybody. this time. You know who the big stars are, but you don't really right. know everybody. Um, but it's like I have all this time that I don't um, – I, I just don't watch a lot of – I mean, right now I don't have a way. I mean, I could have watched – I've got Amazon Prime, so I could watch Thursday Night Football. Um which we talked earlier, man, it's kind of changing the way you watch football. Yeah. Now, I mean, they're they're gearing their broadcast to hit that fantasy mm-hmm. sports. Even team. you know, coming up in the next few weeks, they're going to start playing Sunday games in London that'll come on it. So, like Sunday mornings from nine a.m. until oh wow, the NBC game goes off. It'll be all day. Wow. You know, I'm actually I I think I'm cutting red zone on tomorrow anyway. I. I know, like, I'm watching Jacksonville and, uh-huh. and Kansas City because I want to see what, what Trevor does this year. Yeah. Um, 
he's I think Jacksonville a couple of years from now they're either gonna take off or they're or they're gonna wind up being like the Buffalo Bills. But I think this will be the season where you find out whether you know I think they're a couple of players away. But here's the thing I agree. But I think that you will know this season. Right. Whether they're gonna we go got, forward or not. We gotta think they went from less than three wins two years ago and made the playoffs. Made the playoffs last year. Well, yeah, they really turned their season around last year, like midway or a little before midway, and they won like a bunch of games. I mean, if you're if you're in the NFL, I mean, this is why I guess there's so many draft misses. We talked about this in the last episode is if you get a Joe Burrow or a Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence, I don't I don't necessarily believe in Josh Allen, but a, a, a Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Dude, you're like that's like ninety percent of the puzzle. You have to have yeah, and they're all in that the AFC man. Yes, like, it's all these top tier quarterbacks, man. It's amazing that they, and like that's the best conference in football right now, best division. I mean, it's just fun to watch them every time those guys match up against each other. It's going to be a good game. Man. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then you've got some quarterbacks that are just like. How are you in the league right now? Yeah, yeah. And then you got like Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, who's amazing. Yeah. And the they just seem to keep winning just because they wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's no. Not, it's not like Mahomes where he's like this superstar out there making all these big plays, man. It's just like the Philly was just grinding away. Yeah, just, yeah. Just destroying it. Was, it. They were fun to watch. And And a lot of people think – if they're playing on a different field surface or if the field had been better conditioned last year, that that Super Bowl has a different uh, I think outcome. they're going to wind up going – after that Rodgers injury, I hope they wind up just going back to natural grass. I think there's a big push from the players' union. It would not surprise me right. if the next contract, that that's not a deal breaker. Yeah, I um, which is, I mean, weird. It used to be like everybody was wanting to move to turf and they had mm-hmm. all these reasons for That's moving. It's easy, you know. It's cheap. Right, right, right. And, um, but there's a lot of injuries to knees and ankles now with that stuff, man. Even with like the, uh, Astro Turf today, not like 84. No. Riverfront Stadium. No, no. Astro no, no, for no. Uh, turf. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still not the, not the same. It's not. Um, speaking of it not being the same, but you WWE, want to get back to WWE? Well, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, we, I, you know, um, what? I mean, it's almost like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But one of the things that I heard that was exciting was the possibility of they go into a city Friday night SmackDown, mm-hmm. UFC Saturday night. Mm-hmm. pay-per-view Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And there'll be some people that go to all three, but not a lot. I mean, dude, they could take over an entire city. Mm-hmm. If you're a city, you're now bidding. Like, that's like a Super Bowl weekend that you could do. They could do that every month if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you, if you're Endeavor and you can cut cost? Of course, I don't know. Does U- UFC's not in every 50 50- States, Mm-mm. I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Some states won't allow it. I don't believe. 
you know, we when we were um, that's a good way to strong arm them into when we were in New into, York into approving it. Though I mean, really, that may be part of what they're thinking is going. I mean, you know, it'd be great to do a Survivor Series and SmackDown, probably bring a lot of money into your local economy. But man, you don't allow UFC. Yeah, that's a shame. We're gonna go do it in Atlanta. We'll see you next time around. Yeah, um, it's also a possibility of some big UFC cards getting into some new. Like, has there ever been a big UFC card in Atlanta? I think as long as gambling plays a role in UFC. I mean, that one of the reasons that they fight in Las Vegas for the majority of the time is because you can gamble on it. I mean, you can gamble anywhere on your phone now. No, you can't. Well, in some. No, you can't. Well. You think you can. Have you ever tried to sign up for one of those things? It won't let you in the state of South Carolina. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, At least it wouldn't last year. When we were in uh, New York this summer, we were eating somewhere, and there was bare-knuckle boxing mm-hmm. from the uh, – Burr. Burr. What's, what it, what's it called? Burr. It's called bare-knuckle boxing. <laughs> well, it didn't have anything to do with burrs. Bear. <laughs> Bar. Well, it didn't have anything to do with bear. Boxing bare, without gloves. Bare knuckle brawling. Bare, and it uh, was taking burr. place from South. <laughs> he did it again. Burr. burr. Bill Burr. Uh, hey, he's in Atlanta. Would you hmm. Would you be interested in going to see that? Where's he at? Is he I, he's in Atlanta, but I mean, I don't know what. I think he's at State Farm Arena. Huh. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, as I've said, I'm. I love going to stuff sometimes, but man, these little bitty chairs that they give you to sit yeah. in when you're a giant human being. And I just, when I was young, I could, I could sit in them and it, it hurt, but it was, it was uncomfortable, but, it, right. but I could deal with it. The older I get, I just, I can't deal with it anymore, man. I'm just wind up miserable piling my, you know, my, I have to sit with my huge feet up under these little bitty chairs so that people can walk by my knees touch the back of the chair in front of me. My fat ass hangs off both sides of the chair. The little uh, and, and let's be fair, you sit behind, you sit beside me. It can't be comfortable for you because I take up my chair and half of yours. And and also you're trying to fit between the yeah. armrests, right? Yeah, and you got these little, and it's just uncomfortable, man. If I was, if I didn't have an ounce of body fat, it would still be uncomfortable, right? Like it's just a. People that aren't giants don't don't. But the but, big fellas out there don't know what I'm talking about. Right. And I just am not. I can't do it anymore. I, yeah. I can do it. I don't want to. No. Right. Right. Why yeah. would you subject yourself to right. such torture? If Which I is why go, we won't be going to one of these UFC WWE weekends. Correct. But if I could go see Bill Burr in a bar at yeah. a comedy club where I had a regular size bar stool, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely go see him. But he ain't playing the. He ain't playing the Greenville Comedy Zone anymore. So. He's not playing the TikTok in. <laughs> I watched that the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. The, all these Phil Phil Hartman sketches started popping up on my oh yeah on my algorithm. I guess I'd watch something, but yeah. anyway, I, I watched the ad. I watched the anal retentive chef and just somebody sent me something with the McLaughlin group. I sent yeah. that to Carrie. And, yeah, oh, that was great, man. That, I'm telling you, dude. Where, whenever you grew up. That era of Saturday Night Live is always your favorite. Yeah, unless you're growing up today. I got to imagine you're watching that and going, God, I, my dad said this show was fun. Yeah. I don't, this is not funny at all. 
I don't know anybody who watches it today. I don't know. Not only do I not know anybody who watches it today, I don't know anybody who's on it today. That's true. That's true. I mean, it sucks, dude. It is a terrible show. Yeah. It used to be the avenue. Now, YouTube, TikTok, that's your avenue to getting Mm -hmm. the big hit. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife says uh, she was telling me the other day that I should go do Kill Tony. What is that? It's uh, a couple of comedians set it a day. So he has a lot of different people on there. He's had Bird on there. He's mm-hmm. Theo Vine. Rogan's been on there. Tom Segura. But they'll basically sit at a table, like three or four of them, and you come up and do like a, a two-minute routine, and then they just ro- roast you. But that's the comedy is the stuff that they say afterwards. Right. And like if you're able to sit in there and kind of bust chops with them, that that's what can make you a star, and that's what I'm good at. Like I, as far I've always, my wife's always tried to talk me, and I always tell her there's a difference between being the funny guy standing around having a conversation and writing jokes. Those are two different things. Oh my gosh! You know, yeah, like have, like the setup and the delivery and the punchline. That's not easy to do. If it was, everybody who's funny would do it. That's not easy. I'm a situational funny guy. Yes. I'm good at, at busting people. Like, when it, when people want to start talking trash, that's what I'm good at. And when I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a pretty situational funny guy, I feel like you are. And when we're together, mm-hmm. we, we just, we know. Yeah. We're like a tag team. Mm-hmm. We know what we're thinking. And even, like, when we're talking to, like, a third person. We're looking yeah. for a setup. I'm trying to set you up. You're trying to set me up. We're I like, no doubt. And it's like, all right, I'm going to tee this one up and bada boom, yeah. bada bing. And we finish each other's sandwiches. That's right. That's right. Uh, speaking of comedy, do you think WWE is going to write any more movies? Do any more comedy movies? I think that's what they missed. They were trying to do these gritty, you know, Marine Seven. They should be doing like buddy comedies. I would just say leave the movies to the people that know how to make movies. Yeah, that's true, too. And quit trying to make The Miz an actor. Yeah. Quit trying to make Randy Orton an actor. Yeah. Listen, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he is no actor. No. Unless he's playing Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right. He can play that character. He was great in The Expendables. Yes. And he was great in that movie, The Condemned, because he was playing Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, so what do you think the problem with the condemned was? I don't think there was a problem with it. I liked it. I just, oh, I've uh, not not seen it. I've seen bits and pieces. I liked it. I, I mean, it was a silly action movie. That was was it basically like Running Man on an Island? Sorta, of, yeah, sorta. Of. They kind of like there's a another movie, famous movie called Battle Royal. Battle yeah. Royale. It's kind of like that, except it wasn't uh, school children. Dropped off on an island and told to kill their classmates. It was that's it called was, the Hunger Games. It was yeah, it was yeah. That's what that battle royal or royale, I guess, was like the Hunger Games before the Hunger Games. Yeah, condemned as yeah. It was like a bunch of convicted felons drop them on an island, and the last one who last one left alive wins their freedom. Wins their freedom, or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I watched it one time. What do you you know? It was not a rewatchable yeah, movie. Not. Nothing is at this point. 
that's why I got rid of all my movies. I don't sit around and rewatch movies all the time. I anymore. think that's I think that's a late forties thing. I think it's an age thing. But if I'm going to watch a movie, typically it's a movie I've already seen. Like I well, I went and saw the new uh, Equalizer. It was good. I haven't seen any of those. Oh really? Those are good movies, man. I need to. Yeah, yeah. I love Denzel Washington, man. I saw where. Um, can we segue into some movie talk? I feel like we've said everything to be said about that. Yeah, I mean, it, the rich get richer. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly, that's what I care about some rich people, what they do with their money. But it. I definitely feel if I'm a wrestler and I'm thinking about my options. Yeah. At this oh, point, no I'd take less money to work for WWE because of their connections. Oh, yeah. If I wanted um, the freedom to have crazy matches and do all that, yeah, I would 100% go with AEW. Right. But if I'm looking at long-term making the most money, it's, it's – it's, I mean, I've seen – I love AEW. I prefer AEW. I watch it more than I watch WWE. Yes. But, like, if he doesn't get control, that company is going to fail in spite of – Every good thing that they're doing. If he yeah. does not get some control over what's going on with, you know, somebody's got to be in charge, man. Right. You can't just, you can't just let kids eat birthday cake for breakfast every morning. And their live attendance. It's way down. Yeah. Yeah. Way down. But they're a television show. Right. So they may, that may not bother them as much. Right. Right. Because you, know? you don't well, ever know. You know, you knew that Cheers and Seinfeld and those shows were being filmed before a live studio audience, mm -hmm. but you never, you never knew. I mean, I'm assuming it was full every time. Let me just say that. You would think. Um, but maybe it wasn't. And yeah. they probably only had like 100 or 200 people. Yeah, I don't think it was a whole lot of people, even if it was full. Correct. Correct. Um, I'm, I'm very interested what what the reasons for that may be. I don't know if it's you could say, man, they're going into new markets and they don't really have a lot of um, No, they're not going into new markets. No. These are these are building it's the law of diminishing returns, right. man. Like, maybe they need to get into new markets. Maybe so cuz uh, you know, if you keep hitting Listen, I I like all wrestling. Mm. From the Japanese strong style, the death matches, the technical wrestling, to the honky tonk man versus, you know, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. I, I like wrestling. Yeah, I, I love it. The old school, the new school, and I like the young bucks, and I enjoy watching their matches. But I've seen it. Yeah, they're not doing anything new. No, they're not doing anything innovative. They're doing right. the same thing. Like they can knock Hogan for doing the. The leg dropping, the big boot and leg drop. You can knock Cena for the five moves of doom or whatever. The Young Bucks are the same thing. It's just they they cut a lot more flips. And once you've seen it, you've you kind of seen it. Right. You know? So there's no reason for me to keep going back and watching Young Bucks matches over and over again. I know what they're going to do. They've been right. doing it since they were in Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. Right. They've been having the same match. They right. do the same stuff. Yeah. Every time. They do it well. They're the best at it. I'm not yeah. saying I don't like them, but I've seen it. 
And I think Omega is really talented. I think Hangman Page is really talented. But they stick them in these ridiculous situations where they just kind of, you know. Could you imagine if, if, if somebody who owned that company would have said, I don't care what you like. Here's what's going to happen. Punk and Omega are going to have a match. Right. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to work here anymore. Right. I'm in charge, not you. Yeah, you think about it. Could you imagine Ole Anderson? (laughs) Well, you know, Ole, me me and Ricky Steamboat just can't seem to get along. And I just don't think I want to. Have any matches with him anymore? What do you think Ole Anderson would have said to Ric Flair if he'd have said, "Get out there!" (laughs) I can't even go into what he would say, but I got a pretty good idea. Yeah. Do you imagine if the Freebirds had gone to Fritz von Erich and said, "Ah, "We just don't know about this." (laughs) We don't really want to work with your boys. Could you imagine Bill Watts? Anybody telling Bill Watts that they just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I want to do this. I, we're, we're, we're not friends. We have different opinions about what wrestling is. Yeah. I don't know if I could have a five-star match with them. Yeah, I don't know if we can do that. We're not all buddies. Could you imagine any of those old, or Dusty Rhodes? Dusty, we, we'd love to work with the Midnight Express, but we just can't seem to get along. Jim Cornette hurt my feelings. Yeah. His mama doesn't like me. <laughs> so, like, if you just said, you guys are going to work together, and if you don't like it, you don't have to work here. Well, it seems like it used to be they saw the potential money. Okay. Well, that's what I was oh, about. Oh. That's, there's a lot... That, Used to, they looked at it and said, I'm, I'm going to have to do this to make money, whereas now they've already got the money and they yes. do what they want to do. Yes. So how much of that played into it? I would say all of it. Because when you went into the locker room, you were like, who can I make money with? Mm-hmm. And now that it's like, who can I have fun with? Right. It doesn't matter who you can make the money with. There's not any more money. To be made. To be made for them. They're not getting a cut of the gate, I would imagine. Maybe they are getting a bonus, but they're going to get the bonus regardless. That's right. So it doesn't, there's no, yeah, there's no reason for them to say. They would rather um, play tiddlywinks with the Dark Order. You know? Mm. Hell, I can't say I blame them. If if my money was guaranteed anyway, and I could be married to have a program with you all the time, why wouldn't I do that as opposed to somebody that I didn't like? Yeah, I mean, if it, your job, they said, hey, we're going to pay you. You can work. You can pick it, your crew and have all your best friends be on the crew with you. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do that as opposed right. to... No, I'd rather... No, give me, all the, give me all the cast-offs that can't get along with anybody. But if you... But if they said, all right, Mark, you got to pick your crew and we're going to pay you based on how well you do, you might have to pick a few guys. You're like, mm. oh, 100%. You'd have to pick some people you didn't get along with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Sometimes when you're in charge of a, a, a group of people, 
it doesn't always hurt to keep them a little aggravated at somebody, even if that somebody's you. Keeps them from if everybody gets along too good. Sometimes there's a tendency to want to stand around and goof off as opposed to getting done what you're supposed to get done. So every now and then, if you can give them a collective boogeyman, yeah, and they can all be mad at you, they work just to spite you. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. That's good leadership. <laughs> leadership one on one from Mark. I don't Mark know Whitman. if it's good, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's legal. I don't know if yeah. HR would approve, but this is the tack that I take. No, no, I'm not saying it's what I do. I'm not even saying, but I know. Over the years, I've worked with a lot of different people, and there are some people, that's a military thing. Yeah. They make them hate the drill instructor from the day from day one, unite them all by making sure that, that they all focus their attention on disliking their drill instructor. Mm. Right? He's the one. It's, a, it's one of the oldest tactics there is, man. I'm not saying Maybe I that's do why it. Ole was Ole. Right. All he knew. That's just what they knew. If they're all mad at me, then that's that's a terrible. That keeps them from from fighting amongst themselves if they're they're all sitting around talking about how much they, how aggravated they are with me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But Tony, I got a feeling, is just the opposite. Right. He's probably been surrounded by a bunch of people that liked him because he had a lot of money his whole life. And I think still seems to be. Right. Surrounded by a lot of people that like him just because he's got a bunch of money. And he seems like a likable. He's a likable guy with a lot of money. He does seem like he's a very likable person. Probably very passionate about wrestling, and then is a South Park character come to life. <laughs> That's so true. Every time I hear him, hi oh, guys, oh, we're having a. <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> he's got a. He's got a. He's got a South Park like cadence when he speaks. All right, so I'm, here's what I want to do. Um, as we were talking, it made me think of another topic I want to discuss, but I feel like it doesn't tie into anything we're talking about, which we've talked about a lot of things. I, say, I don't know that any of this ties in with anything, but you'll get another episode out of it. Yeah, so I want to get another. It may, it may not be a long episode at all, but it'll be a show about some classic wrestling. So bottom line is um, this made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They fired a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Talent's next. I think they're gonna they're gonna make a lot of talent cuts, and we'll see if Tony Tony needs to make some talent cuts. He do, he doesn't need to pick up every single person that gets cut, man. It's just not. He's I, got too many people that he's not using as it is. Do you think Tony, in his mind, he's he wants to pick up someone? Who didn't make it in WWE and get them over in AEW and say, ah, look at my dad here. No, I don't think that's. I think he is a little rich kid that has a, a real life action figure collection. Mm. And just like people that buy action figures, sometimes you buy them even though you don't want them and you just put them in a tub just to say yeah. you got them. And I think that's what he does. He picks them up just because he can afford them. And if he wants to play with them, they'll be there. Hey, that's what I think. I as think long as a, the check clears, I think he's a guy. I think he's a nerd with money. You know, mm. and his daddy gave it to him before he died. He gave him his inheritance before yeah. he died, and he wanted to start a wrestling company with it, and he did. I think that's pretty cool. I like AEW. Yeah, I like. I'd rather have a world where it's there, right, than a world where it's not. No, one hundred percent. 
I'm very curious if their Premier League team wins a title or Jacksonville wins a title, how that affects – if that affects AEW or Tony Khan and, mm-hmm. or if he starts showing up on TV with a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. and I wonder if at some point – because, you know, they went through the deal. It was Urban Meyer mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. You know, I, you almost wonder at some point with the CM Punk thing if his father didn't say, let's get this – Let's get this taken care of. I can't be having people fighting in a building that ultimately I'm paying for. I know that, yeah. you know, we'll let you keep your yeah. name on the company. Yeah. But this is my money. Right. And I can't have this happening. Eventually it's going to wind up costing I me think, some money. man, with Urban Meyer, I think they were getting ready to have a HR. Mm-hmm. I don't know what all was going on there. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, wasn't good. No. No, it wasn't. Uh, that guy came off smelling like a rose in that Florida documentary. Oh, did he? Urban, Urban Meyer did. I didn't watch it. It didn't cover any of the, <coughs> like, it, it basically, like, skipped over a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let's just say that. So, well, thank you for listening to the Double Dropkick, folks. Remember, if you're going to be buying WWE stock, it's now under the symbol TKO. Started trading over $100. Uh, the other day, I got into WWE yeah. stock when it was eighteen dollars, and wish I had kept it all. Yeah. I mean, when I think about the money I could have bought, I mean, the times I come close to buying like just fifteen or twenty shares, man, it just yeah, man. I remember. I know I have one. I got one share when it was eighteen dollars, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I remember when it was around 30, and I thought that was a lot. And then it just, mm-hmm. I mean, that literally, if you look it up online, it goes, you can hear it. You can hear it. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Double Drop Kick Show. The Double Drop Kick Show is brought to you by the fine people at Little Debbie. It's almost time for the Christmas tree cakes. Don't leave them under the tree. And don't leave them in your fridge. So we we were we had an idea. Um, we were talking about it at work the other day. I'm sure you've heard this song, uh, the rich man and yeah. the rich man song, where he talks. About, I've never seen a bag of fudge rounds. Okay, uh huh. Um, that was one of the lyrics. Yeah, something about buying a bag of fudge rounds. So w- we were talking at work. I think a good idea would be, you know, how they have the little bags of donuts. Yeah, <clears throat> if they sold bags with like little mini fudge rounds or. Many little Debbie cakes, or um, dare I say, many Christmas tree cakes. And right. You got a bag of those, like those little donuts that had like maybe twenty of those. In yeah. It. You could charge five bucks for a bag of those things. People would buy the heck out of it. That'd be a, you know, little Debbie. That one's free. I just want to see it. Yeah. That's a heck of an idea. I see, the thing with the donuts is, they're they're, well, you know, the chocolate one's sticky. I'm just saying maybe they couldn't do that stuff because, like, the Christmas trees would stick together or whatever. Oh, that's a great idea. I mean, the only way they're going to stick together is if they um, let them sit out in the sun and melt. Yeah. <laughs> Off the air, I want to talk about that song and that gentleman. Would okay. love your maybe – we, maybe we'll make that part of the episode. Who knows? I don't care. I'll tell you what. Maybe I – 
Maybe our political commentary needs to come back. It's not, yeah, it's not even a political. I can tell you exactly what I think about it. It's a, it's an interesting song that's not going to change anything, just like every other protest song that's ever been invented. I hear you. And with that being said, for the Double Dropkick <laughs> Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.